and uh, then it was this dream part. And uh, back then, even though I just wanted to be pian pianist, I just wrote as a dream conductor in Vienna and just put Amazing. it up. Amazing. And then suddenly I, I found myself here and um, yeah, dreams come true. Yeah. In this episode, I'm talking to conductor Andre Vesel. Hi Andre, it's so lovely to see you. Hello Petra, happy to see you finally. We made it. Yes. To be our guest today. Well, I'm very happy and um, it's a long time since we saw each other and I took your picture also in the window for, for the moments in lockdown. So Exactly, it was a, it was a year and a half ago already. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, so much has happened and I mean in the time we... Everybody didn't know when things will start again, but now you have to tell me everything that happened and and, and you've got a concert coming up. So uh, since yeah, we last things, saw yeah. each other, um, how did things how did things progress then for you with your studies? Everything went well. So um, I'm very happy that uh, today morning, actually, I gave up my diploma uh, thesis finally. So oh, I'm, wow. I'm very happy about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm much more relaxed now and everything's fine. Yeah, I wrote about um, some very interesting project I did in Palestina in uh, last November. Um, yeah, it was about, uh, um, there is a foundation, Barem Bam Said for music. Um, it's in Ramallah. Um, and um, yeah, I was invited to conduct there an orchestra, Palestinian Young Musicians Orchestra. They are uh, wonderful young uh, uh, Palestinians um, studying all over Europe. Some teenagers studying there, of course, at, at the music school, conservatoire, and uh, many of them are already in, in Europe studying on, on good um, music universities. So I, I had a privilege to work with them for a week, make a kind of workshop, let's say like that. I, I mean, I rehearsed with them for a few days and then we had some concerts um, and it was really um, absolutely special experience. Yeah, it's wow. unique. So, so I wrote and, about Oh, and you wrote about that experience? Yeah, mm. I wrote uh, mostly about my, um, my, I wrote about uh, the foundation and about the organization and about the orchestra, a bit of uh, something about Arabic music and um, about the repertoire I, I, I did there. And um, of course, then about the musicians, how I work with them um, from the beginning until the concert. And of course, I did the self-reflection, how what I have could have done better or and um, yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a nice diploma. It's, yeah, it sounds amazing. But what was it about this project that you that made you want to write about it? Yeah, because it's special. First of all, um, it's located. The location is interesting. Yeah, in Palestine, and then um, it's the special thing is there are only Palestinian people, the musicians, uh, which is very special about it. And then the special thing is that they're mixed between prof young professionals. I mean, they are all young professionals, but they're professionals who are already studying at university in Berlin or Scotland or Italy or um, Switzerland, and so. And um, and but they are mixed as well with these teenagers, yeah, who are still not the, at the academy. So it was also I needed to see um, 
what is their experience actually so some of them are really amazing yes but some of them still uh, need to uh, need uh, to have this experience with orchestra with um, playing in orchestra and with uh, working with conductor uh, so yeah it was there were some um, things that I need to um, have mm. a, a special program how to how to manage to to work with them and uh, it was extremely inspiring not just for them for me for for me it's oh, really? extremely inspiring yes yes mm. because they are extremely motivated they're oh, extremely motivated whatever whatever uh, I said they just took it and immediately start and and um, we worked many hours per day at least six hours per day we, we were rehearsing and then and uh, but they never had enough they always wanted more and uh, in every break uh, they would play their own arabic music they were improvised and um and they're extremely um cute and um, um yeah it's, it was um yeah i wanted to ask you now if there was a difference between the professional and the uh the the, the what do you call that? The amateur, or not amateur, but but the musicians youth. who didn't do youth, yeah, the youth, yeah. yeah, yeah was there a yeah. difference in motivation? Yeah. So the, um, yes, of course. So they're not the amateurs; they're professionals, but they are youth professionals, young professionals. Okay. And of course, there is a big difference. Mm, I had a chance in last um, few months to conduct also professional orchestras. Finally, uh, it, it, um, I, I got some chances, and uh, um, I'm very happy about it. Um, so I, I regularly regularly conduct now Bad Reichenhaller Philharmonie in, in Bad Reichenhaller in Bayern. And uh, now I had my concert in Romania, uh, in Brasov, Kronstadt, and I'm happy to come, come there again. And so it, it's going, it, it is going slowly, but uh, surely, and I'm very excited about it all. So to compare these orchestras, for example, with... Um, um, with the uh, uh, Steen Young Musician Orchestra. Of course, the, the main difference is um, experience. And the main difference is they, uh, um, they gather together a few times a year for a special project. They don't, they don't play every week together, every day. Um, <clears throat> so for the special projects, they come together and then um, they do a project as they did with me in November. So um, that means they don't have this experience of playing together all the time and breathing. So it was my um, job to put, put put them together, to inspire them, to to bring them something from Vienna school, let's say, and then from from um, Vienna tradition, especially in playing Mozart, um, about articulation, about um, yeah style of playing. Let's let's put it like that, okay. in easy words. Yeah. Yeah. But now, um, for you, when you started in music, what was, or what what made you decide to study conducting? Oh well, um, you know, I was studying piano in Zagreb. Yeah. And I, I was, uh, I, I wanted to be a pianist, and uh, I practiced every day a lot, and uh, I was very uh, curious about uh, piano music, and I was actually very much in love in in, in, in piano itself um but then i decided to do erasmus in vienna and before i did that they told me there is this um, um course it's like a preparatory course for conductors and a few people around me told me andre maybe you should try this you um ju just try see if you like it so i went to vienna to, to do erasmus and at, and at the same time i did this preparatory course at mdv 
and I found it very interesting. And uh, I decided to do the entrance exam for the real thing. And uh, I passed. So I went, came back to Zagreb to do my diploma, to, to play my um, um, diploma concert. And I came back to Vienna to start conducting. And it was a completely new world for me. And uh, I was extremely excited. I, I could say, actually, that I'm still very excited, yes. I Even mean, though it's already seven years, I'm still excited. You know, every time I leave Vienna and I come back to Vienna, I always have a very, very strong heartbeat, very fast heartbeat. I'm very, uh, very excited to be in Vienna. And I'm always very happy and proud to be the part of, of this scene here and the part of uh, Music University of Vienna. And um, yeah, and soon I'm done. I mean, it's now in June, I will do my last um, concert, Aplus concert, yeah. Now in May, I have these uh, uh, exams, diploma exams. And then in, in June is the final big concert in Musikverein with the radio orchestra. And I'm, I'm very happy to, to conduct there. Yeah, and then we'll see. Yeah, but so, so when you were younger, there was no aspiration. There was nothing that, that you thought you wanted to be a conductor. It was all your piano. You know, this is a very, I just uh, spoke with my parents about it. When I, when I started um, piano in Zagreb, uh, I think I was on the second year, there was this professor um, and she told us, okay, put, put uh, on the paper your goals and then on the other paper, paper put your, um, your dreams. So goals are something that, that it's already... Could be realistic in your in your head something you, you you go towards it and 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 it's catchable dream is is still not catchable but yeah it makes you go over the border or through so for these goals i put i want to live in, in many cities in europe i want to learn a lot of languages i want to be good musician and you know to to learn very good uh, harmony and polyphony and to composition and 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 i want to i want to be able to improvise i had this like goals and there yeah mm -hmm. and so and uh, then it was this dream part and uh, back then even though i just wanted to be pian pianist i just wrote as a dream conductor in vienna and just put amazing. it amazing and then suddenly i i found myself here and um yeah dreams come true yeah it well yes dreams do come true oh i'm so happy to hear that yeah i absolutely believe it now i do believe it well I, so had I yeah no as i said i'm just a, a super lucky person and i uh always on my path yeah because i'm in vienna since seven years or, or eight i always had people who who supported me in many ways and uh, to be where i'm now yeah, that's amazing. But you see, then uh, you also attract that to you because you're so happy and 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 uh, you feel so oh, when happy. You say, when you say happy, uh, do you know what my last name means? No. My last name means happy. Vessel. Vessel really? means all Slavic languages and yeah. also in, uh, in Romanian. So all Slavic languages and Romanian, uh, Vessel means happy. In, in, in German, my German name would be Andreas Fröhlich. Or my Italian name would be Andrea Allegro or something like that. Oh, really? Oh, what a, what a, um, a, a wonderful uh, gift to have a surname like that. So you, you have to be happy. <laughs> now you know my secret. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, this is an amazing story. But but really, it, I, I believe in, in dreams that come true. I think we should all write it down. And it's, it's yeah, yeah. I'm still true. very grateful about this moment when yeah. even the professor told us, do it. Yeah. I would yeah. never, otherwise, I would, yeah, I would never even thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I but still... you, your parents, are they, are they musically? Or musical? Do they no, are they no, musicians? No, I mean my my, my father when he was um, in his twenties he, he sang in a in a choir. It's a very big um, amateur choir in Croatia. It's very popular. Ivan Goran Kovacic, and my brother is singing there as well now. So they, they are musical in the sense of um, um, having good ears. As my mother as well. You know, my mother used to sing to me every day when I was a little baby and kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think somehow it, it, it stayed with me. And um, so they, they were not professional musicians, but uh, somehow I was surrounded with music, not with classical music, but generally, yeah. But uh, yeah, in the, in the kindergarten, the, 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 the person who works in kindergarten, she told my parents, you should definitely put your son in a, in a music school. So my father tried, okay, Andre, would you play guitar? I said, no, I want piano. And he tried with any other instrument. I insisted on piano, so yeah, that's. So that's had to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's interesting always for me. That, um, you know, I heard of a cellist who went to a science, um, like a science museum, and and somebody there played the cello to uh, to. Um, it was an experiment, you know, to uh, talk about the vibration and the sound and so on. And that sound of the cello made him want to play the cello. So. It's very interesting for me how people, uh, how musicians are attracted to a specific instrument. Yeah, I always uh, ask myself uh, that as well, actually, when when children uh, come to music school and they need to choose an instrument, then how do they choose? I want to play oboe or fagot, bassoon, yeah. Yeah? Or, or flute. I have no idea. I just knew that I want piano because when I was in kindergarten, I was playing beside the piano all the time, uh, singing beside the piano all the time. So somehow somehow it was installed in my head that I, I i need to play piano i have no idea how but do you still play a lot of piano well yes i do but not in in that um range let's say i don't i don't do solo concerts anymore since seven years or six seven years i love chamber music i love playing with other musicians i love this co- music communication and i believe that every conductor uh, should should never give up his instrument I think every conductor should um, keep making music he, he, herself or himself. This is what, what keeps us uh, alive as musicians. Yeah. Otherwise, if you only um, do second-hand music as a conductor, of course, we work with orchestra and we, we tell them how to how to make music. Uh, then I think one loses the a bit of reality, I would say. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I will change my mind later. But I, I strongly believe that uh, now that the conductor should uh, always play an instrument, whatever, which one, but make music herself, himself. Yeah. And, and what is your um, feeling about uh, uh, playing different genres? And, and even now for you as, as a conductor, um, do you think it's you, you have to specify and, and be a classical conductor or or do you think it's good well, that's also a good question but of course for the last 12 years i'm i'm educated for classical music and i will definitely do uh, uh 
I would definitely do classical music for the rest of my life, and it's going to be my job because it's, it is my passion. On the other hand, um, I grew up on completely different music. I started with classical music when I was 17, 18, when I started, uh, started going to concerts of classical music. Uh, when I was a younger teenager, I, I, I grew up on my father's and mother's music from 70s and 80s, like pop and rock. Uh, I don't know, from Beatles through um, Led Zeppelin, through Pink Floyd, uh, through Michael Jackson, and then through what else? Toto, and uh, that's and my generation. Was, yeah, so I, I played in a band. I played White Snake and Toto, and you know, and um, a good friend of mine with whom I played in band. He's a uh, today he's a frontman, new frontman of White Snake, Dino Yellow. Oh, really? So yeah, so um, yeah, I had this phase of of trying uh, all the genres, and uh, um, yeah, I was not brilliant in it. <laughs> But I, at least I went through it and I, I, I learned how to love it, how to enjoy it. And uh, I'm very happy I had this experience because if you put me now a song of Michael Jackson, I will definitely start to moonwalk for you. You know, nothing. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So um, it's still there. It's still there. And uh, yeah, so I, I always wanted to, when, talk, when I was talking about the improvisation, after I finish these classical studies, I would love to, uh, to, to give some chance uh, to jazz. I would love to, to learn myself a bit of jazz music, just for myself, you know, when I sit on piano that I can, that I can play something. Oh, so yeah. you have to, is this something now you have to, you know, is it some, uh, completely different to what you're doing now? So if you, if you, for example, conduct a jazz orchestra, uh, no, no, no. I, I will not conduct a jazz orchestra. No, no. I will. I will stay in in classical genre. Definitely. This was just a, a private, personal um, wish that I would love to have one day as a yeah, as a tool in my head and oh, fingers okay. and ears. Yes. But now, Andre, you've got a concert coming up. Tell me about this concert. So on eleventh of May, um, here in Vienna, we will do a concert in the Concert House in Mozartal with uh, my orchestra, Ton der Jugend, Symphony Orchestra, Wien. And um, it's a, uh, these concerts are special for me because I founded um, this orchestra in 2017 with a, a good friend of mine, Dragos Dimitriou. And um, um, at that moment, we also worked uh, together with uh, Giuseppe Terza, the, the conductor. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, and mm -hmm. we are also very good friends. And um, we were, we had some amazing projects together. We did also a big audition for, for the, um, for the orchestra members. Yeah, we engaged very good professors who were in the jury, and uh, we we um, took many many good musicians into orchestra. Uh, at one point, um, um, Giuseppe founded then another orchestra, and uh, Dragos and me stayed with uh, Tonderugend, and um, we went. Uh, now again with uh, with new seasons, let's say. So this uh, this year we will have two concerts together, and uh, now in eleventh of May, and then in uh, November. I think it's twenty fourth of November. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a team of Dragos and myself and uh, another um, a lady, a young lady, uh, Helena Telen, and she will do the she does always the production, and uh, yeah, we are, we are we are a very good team here. We have. Um, around 30, 
35 fixed musicians that we are um, always inviting for our projects. And this is going to be a very nice concert. We are starting with a um, uh, piece of uh, Sarkočević. Sarko Luka Sarkočević is a Croatian composer um, um, of uh, 18th century from uh, Dubrovnik. Back then it was the Republic of Ragusa, Republic of Dubrovnik. And um, connection with Vienna is that he, he used to also be a, a diplomat in Vienna. Oh, okay. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so bringing him back here, uh, it was also a wish of mine. And um, then comes, uh, so I will do a small symphony uh, from him. And then uh, we will do the Mozart piano concerto in D minor. And the, the, the solist uh, is going to be um, a wonderful, wonderful uh, Greek pianist, uh, Nefeli Musura. She's um, yeah, she, she's an amazing pianist. She plays all over the, uh, Europe and and um, and she finished in Salzburg back then, her piano studies and um, oh, oh, we are very good friends and um, we had this initiative together and um, it, it, it came true. Yeah. Amazing. And, yeah, and then the second part of the concert, we are going to perform uh, one small waltzer from uh, Alma Deutscher. Alma Deutscher, she's um, She's famous in the world as a wunderkind, as a little uh, Mozart, uh, um, and uh, she she wrote as she was very young. Uh, I think she was around uh, 11, 12, and she already wrote her opera, and her opera is wow. performing in Salzburg and everywhere in the world. And and um, but uh, the reason why I also wanted to play her piece. Because I admire her, her very much, and she's also a colleague of mine now. We know each really? other for a couple of years, and she's 16 now, and she studies conducting with me. Huh. And it's I find it absolutely amazing. She um, <clears throat> she goes to same uh, lectures uh, lectures with me, you know, repetition or general bass or um, conducting lesson, and, and 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 she's so good. I mean, I mean. Um, she's still learning how to conduct, but but yeah. this music, musical, not just basis, generally musical knowledge and 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 um, um, uh, what what she can do, yeah. uh, it's absolutely uh, to admire, yeah, and um, yeah. So I decided, yeah, to 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 play a piece uh, from her. A Siren and Waltz, and I'm very looking forward to this piece. And then, then we, have, we will going to finish the concert with Jupiter Symphony, it's the last symphony of Mozart, 41 in C major, and it's going to be, yeah, bombastic of infra. It's oh, going to really? be really, really beautiful. Yeah, and the musicians in the orchestra, they're really wonderful. Um, now we have a special guest for the concertmeister this time, and uh, uh, Benjamin Herzl, he's a great young violinist, and he will be our concertmeister for this project. Um, yeah, and all all these um, uh, students in in the orchestra are most uh, mostly are already uh, um, finished MDV concert or 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 still still studying, but they are all extremely 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 talented. And um, um, yeah, all, all, even though they are younger, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, under thirty, they they already have a lot of experience playing as a soloist or orchestras and. Uh, and um, I'm extremely uh, proud and happy that they accepted um, our proposals, and that they are all coming together to uh, for for the for these projects and for this project especially. 
So this orchestra, you you have specific projects that you do. So it's not a full time this uh, orchestra. Exactly, it's about projects. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, it depends on many things. It depends, especially on sponsors. It depends on many other situations. But our first concert was 2017. Um, it was my debut actually in Vienna in Concert House um, with a very famous uh, pianist, Andrei Korobenikov. And um, yeah, actually, he initiated this uh, cooperation because, uh, as he's a famous pianist, he wanted to uh, help a younger colleague, me. So mm. this is how we uh, made the concert in uh, in Vienna. And mm. uh, he introduced me to many um, interesting people in Vienna back then. And uh, I got my audience instantly, let's say, and it, it just kept rolling. And um, now um, I can say we have our um we we really do have our audience that are buying tickets and coming mm -hmm. to our concert and I'm, I'm very proud of that yes so is it important do you think for a conductor to have this like an orchestra and and to um do your own well, sort of projects yeah the important important thing is, is for a young conductor that 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 a young conductor uh, gathers experience in conducting orchestras it can be in many ways. It can be masterclasses. It can be festivals. It can be competitions. It can be one owns orchestra. Um, it can be really whatever. At MTV, our music university, we have a very good um, uh, thing that, that we actually conduct the orchestra every week. So we are training this. Oh, okay. But of course, uh, it, it is one, one thing to work at the university with orchestra and outside. So this outside is also very important. And um, I'm, again, uh, lucky to, to get all of these opportunities. Mm. Yeah, so I really hope that, uh, uh, of course, you are invited. And uh, I hope uh, whoever is watching this video uh, will come to our concert on 11th yes. of May. Yes, yeah. it sounds amazing. And it's, um, yeah, and it's also interesting, your choice of music. Is it... Um, is it difficult sometimes to to get a program together? Is it something yeah. that you just think about? Yeah, as well, one needs to be very careful, of course. I remember my how I did my first concerts in 2017, for example, the pianist said he wants to do a Schnittke piano concerto. And it's a it's a piece from 1979 and uh, it's an absolutely amazing piece for strings and piano and then he wanted to play as well uh, uh, Bach piano concerto he so in the first part he played two big concertos which was amazing and in the second part I did the Tchaikovsky string serenade and then what happened um there was a, um, a person attending the concert and uh, he was very um happy with uh, what he heard and he asked me if I would like next year to um, to make um, to play for him and his business partners mm -hmm. Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I said, "Hmm, let me think about it." And uh, so I thought, maybe let, let's make a big concert, a big event, and I will include Star Wars in it. And so I made a program in the uh, in the first part. Uh, we did Casablanca for Max Steiner, and we did Gershwin Rhapsody in Blue. And the pianist was uh, Dragos Dimitriou, a uh, partner mm. from my uh, from our association. And um, and in the second part, it was John Williams. It was Harry Potter and Star Wars. 
and and it, it worked very well and uh, um yeah we we managed these are big projects it it, it also costs a lot you know uh, with everything with the, the hall and all the musicians um, and we always organized everything on the highest level that means that we had a very good tonmeister uh, very good videos um, um you know professional booklets professional people who are writing about it and um yeah it was always um big deal for us and now uh, and then came covid of course and but um but we did other concerts we were also on a tour in slovenia and uh, mm. so anyway now we we do this in may and then in november we do um a special gala concert um in organization of croatian embassy oh, uh, because it, it, we are we are celebrating 30 years of uh, croatian um um acceptance and anerkennung um recognition yeah international recognition and um so they asked me because they were so happy with this con film concert film wow. music concert if we could do something similar for for this occasion yeah for celebrating the year and uh so we made a program and we are going to do another concert in november uh with uh, uh croatian music and austrian music and croatian and austrian film music Oh, yeah. this sounds interesting. This sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I will also let you know about it. Yes, definitely. Oh, I would love to. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. But um but Andre, now tell me what is your wish now for the future? You you you've made already one wish for being a conductor. Now you've get you get another wish. You can now make another wish. And we have it here on Zoom recorded. So <laughs> Go for so it. Now, now I'm a conductor, and the next step is to be a very good conductor. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is you know why I love this job and why I'm super happy to um to have this as my profession because it's a, it's a constant learning. So I, actually, I, I'm paid to learn something, and and to. And then to conduct it, yeah. So this is uh, this is this is why I find my job uh, so fascinating. All the time, new repertoire, new uh, new informations, new learning, learning, learning every every day. New people, new orchestras, and it's it's an extremely exciting life in an exciting profession. Of course, it, it's stressful. It, it has other things, but uh, if 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 one decides to accept it then um yeah i enjoy it very much so the next step to conduct as much as possible to conduct as much as uh, uh, orchestras as possible to um yeah to be on the music scene just mm -hmm. to you know to learn to work to make music yeah this this is the next step one day i would love to yes have a, have a family and maybe situate somewhere but but um that this is um this is a bit far away now. Now, now I'm in this uh, um, prime time, I would say, of my life, finishing my studies, getting the opportunistic opportunities to conduct. You know, because for the last five, six, seven years, I always ask, my, ask myself, are these opportunities going to come or not? I was always nervous. I was always anxious. Does it come? Does it come? Does it come? How do I get engagement? How, how do I conduct it? And now, just like that. Amazing. Luck, hmm. it, it came. I, I don't even... I don't know you know, even know how to give an advice to younger colleagues except, uh, yeah, I everything. Yeah. I, I sometimes wonder if it has to do with uh, the fact that you are prepared now for it. 
you know that previously maybe yeah. you were not prepared and that, 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 that now it's yeah. the right it's the right thing yeah. yeah i even i even even sometimes think i i started too early with some things you know i i wish i could often i wish i could come go back in time and 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 be a better student i mm -hmm. i have a feeling that I, i skipped some years of my studies because i was too concentrated on how do i show myself somewhere how do i make some concerts how do i go to different festivals and 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 um i sacrificed some time for this uh, instead of really doing my homeworks more properly and i'm i'm sad about it but uh lesson learned i yeah. put it like that and um this is something one one should never skip in this job and at the end i took this seriously and uh now there is a chance it's false yeah and i yeah. think it's that let go uh, that idea of letting go and being in the moment what it's needed to do in the moment you have to do and then it will all fall into place but it's it's not when when uh when we're young it's not always easy to um to do that because you always feel you have to sort it out and and be in control so i think that's patience 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 something yeah. uh many of us don't have yeah 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 we we want it all yeah <laughs> yes. that, so, but you yes, know everything comes everything comes in its yeah. own time it is if anything i learned yeah yeah But now um I have one more thing to ask you. Can you do a shout out to your favorite restaurant or your favorite coffee shop? Do you have a favorite yeah. yeah. In Vienna or generally, I mean. Where, wherever. I'm going to link it to the to the interview. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's too hard. This is the, like this is the hardest question of the interview. Really? Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it, it's super hard you know uh, uh, I, i'm actually daily i'm eating in menza at university oh really <laughs> <laughs> well i know I, actually i made friends there with uh, with uh, with the cook and uh, we 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 hang out now and then and um, yeah i just love to come there to say hello to my colleagues to eat something quickly and uh, we'll make a shot yeah but we'll make a shot at is it here at the mdv Yeah, it's in the way the campus at Levenplatz. So I go there to something to drink coffee or to have some lunch and it's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. and who is the chef there? Oh, um I don't know what's the name of the chef, but Pavel Pavel Gunja, he's a he, he's a cook there and he's Oh, he's, he's a cook. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he and his wife even came to my concerts and I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So We'll 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 have to give him <laughs> a shout out then. <laughs> but I know you make the best coffee in Vienna. I, I do. Yeah. You remember? <laughs> okay, now it's not bad. <laughs> I love coffee. I drink coffee. Oh my god. At least yeah. three, four per day. Otherwise mm. I would not survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to composite somehow also. Yeah. 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 Oh, but this is so amazing. Oh, I'll I'll make the I'll make the shout out for for him. Since I'm in Vienna since seven years, since I'm at this university. Uh, I, I I go there every day and I always made friends with them and uh, it, it, it's just cool. I love it. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so when you're there again, um, and are, are public allowed in your in the grounds again or not? I can have a coffee with you there. 
Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you just it's write to me. It's not just for the students. It's for it, uh, everybody can come there and then. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah, so let me lunch. know when you're there again. I come for a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah, because we are neighbors, actually. And you're, yeah. you're, you're, you live so nearby. It's amazing. Exactly. I can come. So, Andres, thank you so much for your time. It was really lovely to talk to you. And I'm so looking forward to the concert. Thank you so much. It, it, yeah. It's a pleasure, and I'm very happy that we finally uh, met and uh, did this interview. And it's yeah. gonna it's gonna stay forever. It's gonna be a nice document to have it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and we can talk again in November for your next concert. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you Thank can you tell so much everything. For your support. It's, uh, that's yeah. very kind. Of. Everything that happens. Okay. So have a lovely afternoon. You too, Petra. And I see you around. See you I'll very see soon. You for the coffee. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Bye, Petra. Bye.